0: Meditate on Scripture. This is a question we're often asked.
1: So we created an online video course called Digging Deeper in God's Word. You can find this course on soulshepherding.org in the store.
0: And today on Soul Talks with Bill and Christy Caltier, we're going to talk about the blessings of meditating on Scripture and how to do it. and I just jumped out of our seats because Christy sneezed.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry I scared you. That was a loud
0: one. (laughs) It was.
1: And I'm certainly (laughs) glad we weren't recording because I wouldn't want to scare away our listeners.
0: (laughs) No, we appreciate each one of you are listening in and we've got some new listeners. We want to welcome you. Thanks for being a part of our soul shepherding community. We recently heard from Rachel. I think she said she's a teacher and she says a friend recommended an article on your soul shepherding website, and found your podcasts. So I started binge listening.
1: <laughs> I love that.
0: Rachel appreciates that we're uh, being short and authentic, and she finds that impactful. Welcome, Rachel. Thanks for tuning
1: in. Yes, Lord, we just invite you to guide us today. That we mm-hmm. would be used by you. This podcast, we dedicate it to you, and thank you so much for each person that you've brought to be a part of the Soul Talks community. Amen.
0: Amen. We're going to be talking about perfect love removes fear. That's 1 John (laughs) 4.18.
1: I'm grateful for that.
0: Yeah. And uh, we have another listener who uh, wrote us about fear of rejection. And Mm. in particular, she's thankful, Christy, for you. She said, So many times I listened to you when you were inviting your husband to share his emotions with you. And I could hear your voice in my mind and that you took courage to be vulnerable with him and also to draw him out when he was reluctant to share. That's me, the reluctant one. (laughs) And this person, uh, she asked for confidentiality, so we're not using her name here. She says, I'm also very sensitive to rejection and shame Mm. because of my childhood experiences.
1: Yeah, yeah, those are real, those can really shape us and form us into fear.
0: Yeah, I think it helped her to not feel alone because you were verbalizing your own experiences with rejection and feeling bad about yourself. And that was helping her give voice to her own experiences. And uh, so she says, you gave me the courage to continue pressing on with patience and
1: hope. Mm, That's good. Yeah, it does take courage. It does take patience and it does take hope to press into our fears. And, you know, I think I still struggle with fear of rejection. I relate to her with that. Even that was triggered for me today where uh, some friends told me that they were going to be doing something that I'd been a part of the planning and just wasn't going to work out. You know, the date that they chose to do it was a date I couldn't be included. And so it triggered those fears of rejection For me, all over again. And I started to go into thinking, yeah, see, that's why I've just got to be a pleaser. I can't have any boundaries. I can't have a separate sense of self because then I get left out. I get rejected.
0: Yeah. And this is even a situation with friends that you know and love, and they know and love you. And Mm -hmm. basically, you feel very safe and secure. These are authentic relationships. And Mm -hmm. you know, there was no uh, intentional malice or intention to reject you in this. It's just a scheduling thing. But yeah, I'm. I'm getting that it, it, it triggers some old feelings of of being left out and
1: mm-hmm. feeling
0: abandoned and feeling unwanted.
1: Yes, which is and is rejection. It's like you know they don't really care about having me there, or you know I'm not important. I don't have value except that I would please you know and serve. And that's right. the temptation it's, for me.
0: That's been your coping mechanism, Mm -hmm. being the helper on Mm -hmm. the Enneagram 2. For those of you that know the Enneagram, who is the caregiver, the the servant, who's really tunes into what other people want and need and just do everything you can to be supportive and generous and accommodating to them and to what they need. And then that's a way to feel significant and to feel connected. And so that's something that you learned to do when you were young. It's how your personality was formed. And, and so you start falling back into that pattern, is what you're saying.
1: Yeah, I think we all have specific temptations or patterns where we're vulnerable to fear and fear being triggered. So, you know, that's mine. The so, fear
0: of displeasing someone. Right. Yeah.
1: And not being wanted. Yeah. yeah. Being rejected. I'm thinking, Bill, that being aware of my feelings of fear and being honest about that when I feel them, like you're talking about, being honest, confessing it to the Lord, to myself, to you, that really helps me get free of it. That's one of the things that, that can really help me get free of it. But sometimes I need more than that.
0: What else do you need?
1: Well, I, I need to receive a sense of touch from God.
0: Mm-hmm. And so one way you might receive that is through empathy from a person, mm-hmm. but the other way through Scripture.
1: Yeah. Definitely, I can receive a sense of the Lord with me in my fear if I'm interacting with him in Scripture and I'm reading Scripture. That's one of the reasons why I'm so excited about this digging deeper in God's Word video course that God provided for us to make available to our listeners because that's been such a helpful practice to learn to meditate on a scripture and interact with the Lord on a scripture and listen to the Lord in a scripture and invite him through the meditation on scripture to, to touch the fear, or the emotion that I'm struggling with.
0: Yeah, we talk about inviting God's touch into our soul
1: Mm
0: -hmm. uh, or into the soul of a person that we're praying for or ministering to. And yeah, how does that touch happen? And so his word, uh, his words of grace and truth are a primary way that he ministers that sense of presence and uh, that we realize it's really true, perfect love removes fear.
1: Yeah, but I didn't really know how to receive that touch in my soul through Scripture a lot of my life. I would read Scripture, I would quote a Scripture, but I would use it to kind of repress my emotion. Like, oh, I shouldn't feel that way because Scripture says to fear not. And yeah. I, would, I would use it to, to actually kind of shut myself down.
0: I did that, too, for years. And, I mean, we intellectualize and yeah. tell ourselves not to feel things like disappointment or rejection or mm-hmm. judgment just don't feel that way. Just be positive.
1: And then I would just, I'd go to shame, and then that would make me feel far from God. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the same thing happened really around meditation. I didn't used to really understand, like, meditation. That word scared me. I would think, well, isn't that kind of like Eastern? And isn't that what the transcendental meditation people do? And these, you know, it felt like a scary thing. Like maybe it was New Age or it was, do Christians meditate? What? You know, no, we. You know, we don't, and coming to understand that meditation is just really chewing God's Word over and over and over and holding it there and savoring it and just continuing to draw nourishment from it by remaining in reflection upon and praying it and listening to the Lord in it was really helpful to me.
0: Yeah, so we're just mulling over Scripture. We're turning it over in our minds You mentioned uh, chewing.
1: Internalizing the truth of it and even wrestling with the parts of it that maybe we bite hard on and we can't seem to trust or internalize. And then, you know, talking to the Lord about that and wrestling with that a little bit.
0: Yeah, wrestling in using that term, you're illustrating that we're not only paying attention to God's words in in the Bible, but Mm -hmm. we're also paying attention to our thoughts and our feelings and our experiences. Mm-hmm. And so we're sorting through all of this, and it can be quite a muddle, it can be confusing, it can be distressful, we, we have questions, but we're processing all of that in prayer Yeah, in our conversation with the Lord.
1: And we're bringing together the truth of God's Word for us in to speak into this very situation where we have need.
0: Yeah, and that's where Lexia Divina helps us, and that's why we've been using Lexia Divina so much in our personal lives and uh, in our in our soul shepherding ministry. And so we put that in the Digging Deeper in God's Word video course that's now on our website. It's because we want to help you, our listeners, ha- have this experience in case you haven't been in a Lexio Divina group or you haven't been in a retreat setting where there was an opportunity for you to really watch how somebody does this that's experienced with it and enter into the deeper ways of Marinating in a scripture passage and reflecting on uh, its meaning, but also your thoughts, your feelings, your uh, your longings, uh, maybe uh, sins that you need to confess. These kinds of things that begin to surface if we're quiet, which is an important part of Christian meditation on scriptures, is being quiet because we're letting the Holy Spirit, who is the Spirit of Truth, surface for us not only the insights from God's word but also our personal experiences.
1: Definitely. So, honey, is there a scripture you can think of that maybe we can meditate on together now with our listeners that will help us to receive God's love into our area of fear?
0: Yeah, one of my favorites is Luke 12, verse 32. And Jesus has been teaching us about not worrying.
1: Mm. That's fear.
0: We all struggle with worry. Jesus is not... Judging us for having worries, he knows that stress is part of life, and we tend to internalize that and worry about things, and we need help with that. So he draws our attention to the birds and how his father takes care of the birds, and the wildflowers are so beautiful, even more lovely than Solomon and all of his splendor, and how the father takes care of the flowers, and so he's inviting us into God's peace.
1: Well, it's really helpful, honey, because you just identified there when you said, he's not judging us for worrying. I think it's easy to hear that when he says, do not worry. It's easy for us to interpret that as, oh, but I worry. So mm. God's judging me. And then I love the way that you're bringing out here. No, he's not judging us. He's inviting us. He's giving us a vision. He's inviting us to trust his love.
0: Yeah, he's even helping us put words to our worry, to name it and to describe it, which is what we want to do in meditation. So this is the context, the beautiful birds and wildflowers, and you can just imagine Jesus as he's teaching that the birds and the wildflowers are right there, you know, and he's using them as visual aids for his teaching on not worrying. Then he comes to this great verse, and let's just meditate on this together for a few minutes as we finish this podcast episode. Do not be afraid, little flock. For your Father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. Hmm. I wonder what you hear in those words of Jesus. Thoughts or feelings come to you it might help just to imagine the scene here out in, in the, the field, and birds are are singing, and the flowers are blooming. Maybe the sun's shining and there's a breeze, and Jesus is saying to us, "Do not be afraid, little flock." saying we're we're like a flock of birds here for your father has been pleased to give you the kingdom thank you lord for your kingdom the kingdom of the heavens jesus you've opened the way for us It is the kingdom of God, the kingdom of the heavens. It's the spiritual reality of the Father's world. I meditate on this, I can see Jesus with his arms open and a smile as he's so often portrayed this way in the Gospels. He's saying, come to me. Come into my Father's world with me. So right where we are in our life today, each of us, there is open to us the spiritual world this wonderful place with Jesus and the Father, the family that we belong in, with God's people. Oh Lord, help each of us in our situations, in our lives today where we have some worries, we have some fears. Maybe we're having trouble trusting someone important to us. Maybe we're afraid of failure in a particular situation. Friends, let's just each of us lay before our Father in Heaven what we're experiencing and whatever temptations to worry we're dealing with. Bring them to Jesus who says to us, do not be afraid, little flock. In other words, he's saying, don't remain afraid. Don't keep worrying. Talk to me about whatever it is that's making you anxious, Whatever is frightening you. Talk to me about that. I want to listen. My perfect love will remove your fear. Do not be afraid, little flock, for your Father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. Our Father has already given us his kingdom through his Son, through Jesus, through Jesus' smile and open arms. The kingdom of God is available to us right now. We can bring ourselves and the situation we're worried about or scared of, we can bring that right into the embrace of Jesus, and we find ourselves in the heavenly family, the Father's world. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen.
1: In John 10, Jesus, our Good Shepherd, says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me.
0: Thanks for joining us on Soul Talks as we seek to follow the Lord together.
1: Until next time, let's continue our conversations with Christ.